just talk with Sam podcast, y'all. Just talk with Sam podcast. Just put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know this like right now. Seriously. But it's obvious if y'all are listening, we, we never write this out. Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam podcast. Just Talk with Sam podcast. Man, we got a great podcast for you guys today. Um, very funny stand-up comedian Janelle James is calling into the podcast today to talk all things Janelle James, as well as her second annual Janelle James Comedy Festival is going on from December fifth through December second, December seventh. At the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. Man, I got an opportunity to look in on the first year of the comedy special, and it it was it was awesome. Uh, the comedy festival had a lot of people names, a lot of good folks, but it had a couple of people who kind of walked in, um, like Black Thought from the Roots, and I mean it was great. And now she's doing it for a second time after its inaugural, fully sold out year. Last year, Janelle James Comedy Festival is back and is back for a second year um, going through December 5th through December 7th. That weekend is going to be lit. You need to be there. Last year, you got guests who just showed up, like like some of the names I was thinking of. Amy Schumer, David Cross, Lisa Traeger, Judah Freelander, Mateo Lane. These are some heavy hitters just to name a few. And some of the surprise walk on. And this year is promises to be just as exciting, if not better. So, what I want you guys to do is go to the website. It is JanelleJamesComedyFestival.com. That's everything you need for Janelle James Comedy Festival year two. Second year, you can buy tickets, you can find out about the festival, you can hear about last year. It's all there. Um, Go there, Janelle James Comedy Festival, and then she's going to call in the podcast and we get a chance to chop it up with her. So, this is my first time talking to Janelle, so I got I got to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous. It's, you know, that whole, even though from what I've seen on TV or whatever, it got that whole don't meet your heroes vibe, but she seemed like cool people, and I guess we can go from there. I mean, but it is, it is a little nerve-wracking, but... When it comes down to the podcast, let's talk about all things related to the Just Talk With Sam podcast. 
Everything related to this podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Yes, samshownation.com is your home for everything revolving around the Just Talk with Sam podcast. Um, right there on the homepage and current promotions page, there is a donate button. Please hit that donate button. And by hitting that donate button, you guys could donate to the podcast every single cent. This has always been a crowdsourced podcast, but every single cent goes into this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. But maybe you're one of those people who like, hey, I want a little receipt. I want a little, you know, if I'm giving you money, I want something back. You can always go to samshownation.com. You hit the store link. And by hitting the store link, you can get all your Just Talking with Sam swag right there. No G in talking. You can get all of that stuff right there. Whether that be t-shirts, whether that be hats, whether that be stickers. Whatever you need in your daily life to show that you like this podcast is all right there. Go to samshownation.com. Hit the store link. Um, speaking of samshownation.com, the home of the Just Talk with Sam podcast, you can always hit that podcast link at samshownation.com. And by doing that, you can hit that podcast link and you catch up on all of your podcasts. Stuff you may want to hear again, stuff you you may you may have missed it. Maybe you want to hear it again, however you want to do it, it's all right there. But maybe you listen to podcasts a little bit differently. You can always go to samshownation.com. And you can see it right there. We're currently on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Apple Podcasts. Yes, it's all right there. Wherever podcasts can be heard, you can just put in, just talk with Sam, the and talking. And right there with Apple Podcasts. All my Apple listeners, one thing I would like you all to do, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It's all right there. Say, hey, I love the guests that Sam has on this podcast. I love these interviews, five stars. Hey, I wish Sam would shut up and let the guests talk in the middle of those interviews five stars it's all right there it's all gravy um we actually do that it it helps the podcast tremendously when you do that but speaking of things that help out this podcast let's talk about some of the sponsors we got this week yes um first sponsor goes to the good folks at Reebok yes that Reebok Reebok has been sponsoring our podcast and I love them. Reebok has pulled me out of jams. And one thing they have done, if you missed their promotion for Black Friday, have no fear. Cyber Monday is right here. Today, my early folks, and tomorrow, you can go to samshownation.com and you hit, go to the promotions page and please Hit up the Cyber Monday link of Reebok. And you, yes, you can get 50% off site-wide. Just everything on the site, half off with the promo code CYBER. C-Y-B-E-R. Go to samshownation.com. You hit that Cyber Monday link. Whatever it is, whether that be shoes, whether that be apparel, whether that be uh, workout gear for men, women, children, whatever. If Reebok has it on that site, you save 50% off straight up. No questions asked. You want to hurry because this is going to go through for the early folks, Sunday night, Monday morning. This may get extended to Tuesday, <laughs> wink, wink. but it's a limited time offer. So please hurry up. The reason is limited. I don't want you guys to wait because whatever your size is may be gone because there may be some people there. So please 
Go to samshownation.com Under current promotions link Hit the Reebok link And please jump in on Cyber Monday 50% off site wide With the promo code Cyber Go to samshownation.com Click that link The next sponsor Is the good folks At Groupon Yes That Groupon Go to samshownation.com under the current promotions link. You click that Groupon link and you, yes, you can shop now for the best deals of the year. You don't know what you're getting. Groupon got gifts for everyone on your shopping list. If you miss Black Friday, they got you covered for Cyber Monday. They are unwrapping amazing doorbuster deals on apparel, electronics, health and beauty uh, products jewelry and more look i gotta be honest with you groupon is for everything from your middle of the road people for the people who you know what to get them and there's some people who i gotta be honest you i mean they feel like they got everything the hard to please guys go to groupon they got them covered it's all right there Please go ahead, go to Groupon. They got you covered. And if you hurry up right now, they're doorbusters. Yes, doorbusters on Cyber Monday. You can get up to 80% off. Yeah, there I said it. There I said it. On whatever it is, up to 80% off. So please go to Groupon. It's all right there. Um, yep. So there we go. Go to samfoundation.com, click the coupon link, and you'll be set. And lastly, certainly not leastly, these guys are not to be outdone. And quite honestly, you're going there anyway. Amazon.com. Go to samfoundation.com. Click the Amazon banner on the homepage and current promotions page. And you can jump in on all of their Cyber Monday deals. They got them. It's still there. Go to Amazon.com. You click that link. And you know one thing I think my guests would appreciate? If you go shopping around for Christmas, you shopping around for your Cyber Monday deals, you just so happen to put Janelle James in the search bar, you can catch a lot of all the cool stuff that Janelle James did. You can catch her um, comedy album, Black and Mild. You can catch some of her appearances on various comedy specials. Um, she, honestly, I, did, I didn't notice until I actually typed in her name, and I'm doing this as of right now. She's a writer on Black Monday. And when you type in Janelle James on Amazon, Black Monday shows up. You get a chance to see some of the goodness that she helped write on, man. It's all right there. So, if you are getting ready to shop for the holiday season, and you get no Cyber Monday deals, go to Amazon.com. Via SamTroNation.com, the banner on the homepage, current promotions page. You click that Amazon banner, and you are all set. So, it's all it's all good. What I'm about to do, I'm going to play a little comedy from Janelle James, and then we'll jump into this podcast. I'll see you guys in a few. Yeah, hello. 
Happy to be here, January in New York. This is my favorite time of year. The holidays are over. You ain't got to talk to nobody anymore. You ain't got to go nowhere. You know, you're not legally obligated to visit your family for another nine months. Are we basking? I'm basking. I love seclusion. But I feel like if you're well-adjusted, it's your responsibility to check on your gloomy friends in January. You know that, right? Like people like me, you need a cheerful friend. They come over, open drapes and shit. That's their favorite thing to do. You know? Why are you sitting in the dark? You know, that broad. I have a cheerful friend. I can only see her like twice a month or I'll kill her. But I need her. You know what I mean? I need her. I need her. She's always telling me I'm depressed. You're depressed. You should go to therapy. You know, she white. And uh, that's a joke. Black people go to therapy. We, we just started last year. It's brand new. We in there with the healing and the crying and whatnot. We in there. I went to a couple sessions. I did. But it just made me feel like I was paying a lot of money to tell this lady, like, look, you're going to need to mind your damn business, okay? You can't be asking me all these personal questions. You know, it's just, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. But my one and only resolution this year was to be more outwardly, you know, cheerful and nice, you know, because people like those people I've been observing. People like the top of the morning, you know, sociopaths. But uh, I don't trust it. I don't trust you. What do they always say about cheerful people? Y'all say it with me. I would not have thought that he'd have all those bodies in his basement. Isn't that what they always say? About you every time on the news, that's what they always say. Some woman on the news, neighbor at the bottom. Not Scott! He's so nice! You know, every time, you know? We'd have barbecues, he'd always bring the meat. Wait a minute. <laughs> but I gotta do something. Last year, I went a little crazy, little meaning a lot, you know? And you know how sometimes Netflix will say something like, are you still there? That's what they say. I swear to God, last winter, my Netflix said, you A-I-G-H-T, right? you know? And the Alexa was like, she been watching Law and Order for like 37 hours. Like, should we call somebody, you know? Because Alexa's a snitch. We all know that. That's her whole job. We keep buying it. She's a snitch, you know? And... Last year, this is how you know the world is falling apart because this story came and went. Last year, they said Alexa had a computer bug that's making it laugh in the middle of the night by its... No, what? No, that's my worst nightmare. I'm such a coward. Like, I've just recently, well into my 30s, been able to fall asleep with my leg hanging off the bed a little bit for the monsters, you know? That's how you know you're grown when you do it on purpose. Like, I wish you would eat me. Yo, paint over in here, you know what I mean? So that's how you know you made it. <laughs> but I don't want y'all to think I'm some sad sack, you know what I mean? I get happy sometimes, you know what I mean? I remember the last time I was happy, but what I really believe is if black people project that we're too happy, you know, bad things happen, you know? Not just for us, for everybody, you know what I mean? The last time I remember being really happy was when Obama was in the White House and there was about a hundred black people swag surfing in the White House. Now, I can tell that y'all don't know what swag surfing is. So <laughs> it is a dance. It's very celebratory, you know what I mean? It's out here and I, I wasn't even there, but I remember watching it like, oh my God, like, look at us, we're in there, you know what I mean? We're so happy, you know? Now look what happened. We should have kept it tight, you know? You got to keep it. 
You gotta keep it tight. That's me, 2019, right here. Boom. Happy New Year. Thank you guys for having me. All right. That was the comedy of my guest, Janelle James. Yes, I am here. I am by myself waiting on her to call in. I can't wait because I am a fan of this woman. I love her comedy. And quite honestly, when she was um suggested, I don't want to say suggested. That's, that's bad. I reached out to her to do this show mainly because I love her comedy. And I have been listening to her uh, from Wyatt's Next What? Um, night train and then from there just did the deep dive so I jumped at the opportunity to even talk to her and I think man I love her comedy it's great now listeners of the show is like he's by himself why is Sam by himself I'll tell you why Sam is by himself now we kind of sort of covered it but my man BK is on assignment I'll let him tell you what that assignment is and we'll get there that's that now as far as uh tasha well i don't know what she got tasha wanted to be here she actually literally fought to be here but i don't know what she got and what illness she got is is pretty bad damn near biblical and i believe not only should she not be on this podcast she should be in quarantine so now i mean it was nasty she got this like thing in her nose and like it's like green but it's like that like deep green it's like no no you don't need to be here you don't need to be on these mics and quite honestly i got shit to do tomorrow so i don't want her infecting me at the time bk was supposed to come back but you know he's on assignment so we get it we get it and um so now nah, I'm just solo dolo deep. But one thing I can say what's been getting me through my buddies is bashing Z at the Act Accordingly podcast. Um I rocks with them. We're doing this give and take trade and paint part of the podcast where I talk about them and they talk about me on theirs and whatever. Uh one day Voltron will be formed. And it will be awesome. However, Bash, who is hands down smartest person in that room, you give him a cup of coffee and you just let him do his thing, he will help your life. That's Bash. He's Bash Tradamus. I'm pretty sure he's from the future. Z is the heart and soul. You ever have one of those energy players on a team? He may not be the best. He may not be the thing, but that rising tide that lifts all boats like hands down the act accordingly podcast and it can be found at act accordingly podcast.com the act accordingly podcast is the best thing that ever happened to my commute period point blank i listen to these guys and it doesn't hurt that they're my friends that is another thing when you hear your friends chopping it up you find yourself um like oh man i kind of want to be there you know that type of thing um also special shout out dj m80 and aj um see they got a staff that's that's one thing about them that i, I really like i don't so uh <laughs> i got one person who needs a doctor and or exorcist 
And I got another one who's on assignment. And that person, and he will tell you what that assignment is. So please check out my buddies at the Act Accordingly Podcast with Bash and Z. Everything about them can be found at actaccordinglypodcast.com. See, I tried to read off all this stuff, like the Twitter, the other stuff. I think I got that all wrong. So, your home for everything for those guys is actaccordinglypodcast.com. So, ooh, my phone. So, there we go. Hold on. I know who's on the other end of this phone. It's Janelle James. So, let me answer this. Let's jump to this interview with Janelle James. Hey Janelle, how you doing? It's Sam uh, from Just Talk with Sam podcast. Thanks for calling into um, to the podcast. Um, you what? Huh? You what? Yeah, yeah. Why? 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 Oh, okay, that's you, cool. You shocked? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Hold on. I got. I got to tell you straight up. Hold on, wait. I got to tell you straight up. We are. We're. You're in the podcast. This is the podcast right now. We've already started. That's cool. All right, all right, all right. I don't want you to say nothing to incriminate yourself, but yes, I have a black guy. Okay, that's cool. All right, let's just... I'm to today. Uh, okay. Well, I'm the first black guy you talked to today? Yeah, I've had a uh, uh, couple of interviews before this. Oh, okay. Well, as the I first... Was I was like, oh, hey. Oh, man. As the first black guy, I got to, like, really represent. Nah, not, like, pressure's on. <laughs> Nah, because I told my, you know, it's a PR person that's setting all this up. And uh, I had told her, can you give me some black people? So that's cool. All right, well, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, oh. I mean, let's just jump right into it. All right, all right. Um, but the whole thing is the PR person that you're alluding to is talking about the second annual Janelle James Comedy Festival. Um, that's correct. December 5th through the 7th. Now, I saw the first year, and it was great. You had people drop in. My man Black Thought, he came through. You had. You saw the first year, and meaning you were there, or you just saw? I saw. That I wasn't there in uh, person. Ah. Uh, but, uh, and that, no, that, that's cool, because, you know, I, I do my homework. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't dead. I was just trying to find out. No, no worries. <laughs> No, real talk. I, like I mean, maybe I found this part of this podcast off in a wrong, on the wrong foot. I'm sorry. No, we good. No, I like this. I like this. You black? Would you at my festival? No, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> But real talk, I'd be mean, like, you first came on my radar with like Night Train with Wise Snack, and then oh, wow. I yeah, start so working backwards on all <laughs> things Janelle James to catch up, then start rocking with you from there. And um, the you know the comedy festival was one of the things that kind of stood out because um, now this originally was the Eugene Merman comedy festival. Then he quit. Did you just like walk up to him? Can I have it? Well, he didn't quit, but he, I mean, he did it for 10 years, so he's allowed. <laughs> he didn't like, I'm just not doing it anymore. He, you know, 10 years is a good time to stop. He got all that Bob Sergis money, so he cool. And, uh, yeah, I was like, can I have it? Basically. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's sweet, baby. All right. I mean, I'm not a stranger to him. I've done his festival many times, and, uh, I was there at the last one when he told me, so. I'm just like, oh, well, that sucks, because it, it was one of my favorite things to do when I did it. 
but now it's your festival. I mean, like you—you uh, you the guy. You—you you are it. You are on the poster that I'm currently looking at. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious. From first year to second year, what did you learn? Like some of the do's, don'ts. Last year went pretty smooth. I have a really good producer that I'm working with that I've known for years. He's one of the first people actually to book me on a show in New York, period. So I've known her for a decade, and she's just good at what she does. I tell her all my wacky ideas, and she makes it happen. So uh, it really, with a festival, I mean, I'm type A, so I like shit done how I want it done, and that's going to happen. The, the only real stress is having people come out. You know what I mean? That's so, what's up, yeah. To, 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 I mean, you, uh, you got a great lineup, like Sam Morrill, Jabuki Youngwhite, Hadia Robinson. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, these ain't yeah. no every, these ain't no slouches, so. Right, right, but you know, sometimes people feel like, oh, if I haven't heard of somebody, then they must not be good, or only famous people are good, and that's the thing that you're always fighting over, I mean, fighting against when you put on events like this, because I want, I want people who are, you know, uh, may not be, you know, super well known, but they should be, you know what I mean? And that's right. what Eugene did for me. Like, when I was doing Eugene Festival, I wasn't well known, but me being on his festival and him giving me that, like, uh, that cred helps me do more shows in the New York scene because people were like, oh, Eugene vouched for her, so she must be the shit. Let me take a look or let me put her on my show, da -da -da. And that's what I'm trying to do for other people, so. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. in your comedy beginnings, I mean, like, you started um, in the Midwest. You know, we, we from the Midwest. I'm from Detroit. I mean, like, so mm -hmm. you know what it is to be that, I wouldn't say perpetual club comic until someone mm -hmm. kind of, like, give you that stamp, give you that, like, all right, yeah, roll with me. Yeah, comedy and comedy is a lot of, a lot of it is word of mouth. Like, if your peers like you, then you'll do well. So, uh, that's how, yeah, that's how it goes. So, yeah, nice. I just want some serious killers and, yeah, just to, to show that, I mean, and my goal is that one, but mm -hmm. it, it also uh, works out that people realize, like, oh, just because this person doesn't have a Netflix special, that doesn't mean that they're not good or that it's not coming. Why not see people when you can still afford to see them? Hey, that's real. That's real. That's real. Myself included. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad you brought that up because people took a chance on you. Some of the people you done toured yeah. with was Hannibal, Hannibal Burrs, Chris Rock, yeah. Amy Schumer, yeah. among many other people. Yeah. I'm curious, yeah. what did you learn from uh, them that you still use? Uh, I mean, what I learned from them, I, I mean, I've been lucky in that those are like some pretty big people, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? So those are like extravagant tours, but I mean, I told with Hannibal from the time he, before Broad City up until his current level of fame, so just to see him, us go from like the La Quinta to the Hilton was, was crazy. And uh, just like, it's, it's, I mean, doing the road is a thing onto itself, and I'm glad I did it. Uh, it just, uh, I don't, and just for each comedian that you tour with, just see how they handle their business, how their tour is set up, you know, what, uh, how their travel schedule is, how they, how they uh, deal with being on the road versus being at home, how much, how you can set it up so that you don't go crazy and you're not on the road 365, like all those things is what I watch. But, um, yeah, so that's what I pay most attention to. I don't really pay attention to people's acts that 
that much because I don't want to be influenced in any way. Makes sense. Um, I'm yeah. curious, like, did you always want to do comedy growing up? Or did Not you? at all. Really? <laughs> I had no, I had no idea what how you? you become a comedian. I, uh, I thought, I mean, I always thought it was like some some old white dude comes up to you like, you're going to Hollywood kid or something, like, you know what I mean? I'd be like, over here, you being funny in the store or some shit, like, discovers you. That's how I always thought it was. And I had no idea. I mean, I knew, like, five, Richard Pryor, with Chris Rock, you know, the, the Eddie Murphy, but I didn't know that they were, like, thousands of comedians performing and making a living. So I had, yeah, I had no designs on it at all. Now, one thing I did read back in your past, like growing up, you come from like the fashion world, which mm -hmm. don't really. I mean, that's what I originally did when I got out of high school. I went to fashion school and I worked in fashion for, for nine years before uh, falling into comedy. So, yeah, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't something that I. Ever since I was a girl or whatever the hell. <laughs> it's just something I fell into. <laughs> hey, those worlds don't really cross. What made you jump from, like, um, I, and this wouldn't know it just. like one day. That really, really, really. It's so unglamorous. I really just got invited to an open mic, and uh, the person I was with at the time, he had always told me that I was funny, and he was like, you should go. And I, I, just, I was just like, okay. I just went to watch, and watch a bunch of dudes back to back and I was like, well, I'm funnier than them. So I did it the uh, next week, which is how everybody, I think, starts. You see somebody and you're like, I can do better than that, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, and I just started it next week and I was just really like that. I just really quick. I remember like my first big laugh. I was like, oh, so I guess this is what I do now. Like I had that thought. <laughs> like it just, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then I just never stopped. And once I decide I'm doing something, I'm very full steam ahead with it, so. Yeah, very self-propelled. I get that. Now, one thing yeah, I want to know. All this shit is. It's all self-motivated. Nobody's asking me to, to do anything. <laughs> hey, hey, sometimes you got to be your own boy. I get that. Um, it's not sometimes, it's all the time. Do you stand up? Everything is self motivated. Do you carry that with you though? Like that fashion background? Do you try to be super fashionable? Be oh, like, please no! I've dropped all that. I'm so exhausted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. Well, you know, just recently in the last couple of years, I haven't done the road as hard. First of all, being fashionable on the road. Kudos to whoever does that. But I'm not dragging suitcases from Wichita to Idaho uh, trying to be fly in middle America. It doesn't make sense to me. So now I've, uh, I've kind of calmed down the world. I've been taking writing jobs and stuff like that. I've started like, oh yeah, when you look in this closet again. But no, I was definitely a sweat person for about eight years. Okay, <laughs> okay. Trying to do that. Trying to do comedy and also just live in a male uh, environment. I'm not trying to invite no bullshit. So, makes and so, no, I wasn't. Yeah, it's, 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 it's I, I want people to focus. I wanted people to just focus on the jokes. Don't worry about what I'm wearing. And then, uh, when I do decide to be cute, then it's like even a, a extra surprise. Like, oh shit. <laughs> like, mean, she can no, actually she do, can do this. Like yeah, that, I got you. <laughs> she can do this. Alright, now, hold on. I'm gonna go against everything you just said. Cause you didn't right. want people to like, attention to what you were wearing but i'm one of those guys i'm sorry but like during your web series you wear a lot of onesies what's up with that well that's unfashionable that's what, I, mean, I mean like you cover that, that back that actually that 
that actually uh, makes my point in that yeah. I was wearing the most comfy things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with the one series, I mean, I was just, I was trying to convey, I mean, those were my own personal onesies, but I was trying to just convey that I was a layabout, basically. Okay. But which is, which is pretty cool because, like, I don't know how this is a hand-fisted way to segue this question, but just just wake, just walk with me with this one. Okay. Like going back to the web series, and like I said, I did some homework to catch up. Your comedy has kind of changed as you got more comfortable, if we could use that word. Like you used to be like very self-reflective. Now is more. I guess observational, maybe a little, for lack of a better term, goofy type comedy. Was that a? You said what now? Yeah, like yeah. your your comedy start when you started. Your. No, what did you say? Now it's now it's what goofy. I said goofy. <laughs> I said goofy. <laughs> like like oh, we goofy. Yeah. Uh, Is my mic on? Hold on, let me. I mean, I don't necessarily agree or disagree I guess I mean yeah I would hope that over the uh, the course of nine years your comedy would change mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I, now here's some things I've read and you can confirm or deny these things this is the internet so let me let me just jump right into this okay is this like gotcha I, I, I want to say no. I want to say no. But some of this stuff do ride that line. I'll give you a heads up. Some of this stuff do ride that line. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those gotcha type of dudes. It's just kind of like when you see this, you like, no. Nah, let me let me ask her about this. This is this is something that came up where I was just like, mm, I don't know. So I want you to be the source. Confirm or deny. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. One thing I read is that you really enjoy your bombs. So much so that you put it on Facebook so the world can see you bomb one night when you did comedy. I don't remember putting a bomb on Facebook. Uh, yeah, so that's not true. Oh. I don't even, I don't even care what you call it. But, um, I do enjoy bombs. It depends on what I'm going through at the time. Like, it's, uh, what, it's not that I enjoy bombs. I don't re- first of all, let me also say, I don't really bomb no more. Okay. But, um, <laughs> okay, get that out there. But I think, uh, coping mechanism for comedy when you're starting out and as you move along is you have to, kind of do you have to kind of in a masochistic way enjoy the bomb or you won't continue you have to like lean into it and 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 feel those feelings or you'll quit so that's that's really what i was trying to say and it maybe came out that way okay but um yeah so that's that's what that is it's like oh this feels horrible and then acknowledging that and then continuing to do it anyway okay now i got three more of these these ain't gotcha but i read this you the source this is your life (laughs) this is your life (laughs) all right um is it true you once made out with lenny kravitz oh yeah that's true yo I, I do it by heart. I do it by heart. That was false. Sorry. I just. I, <laughs> I used to be really hot, but um. <laughs> you are. I mean, yeah, like, sure. right, but please get into that. Uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't say that to, for you to uh hide me back up. I know. I'm, no, I'm, no. This I'm this is great. We just get into it. Let's <laughs> just get into it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. 
Yeah, but that's true. I was a big Lenny Kravitz fan, tracked him down the concert, got picked to go backstage, and, and made out with him. Yo. So, yeah, that's uh, like okay. one of the high points of my life, I guess. I don't okay. even think about it as much as people ask me about it, but when it's brought up, I'm happy. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right I got two more. I got two more where I'm just like, this just the internet. Is it true? As a child of the '90s, I used to listen to this album all the time. But is it true? From Vinny from Naughty Ball Nature broke your bed. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds very salacious. Okay, first, but okay, how? How? He body slammed me on it. Yo. <laughs> That's better than what I was thinking. <laughs> Just fucking around. <laughs> oh my god! See, I thought it was the other thing, but uh, all right, all right. No, no. Okay, all right. I got one more. Let's just let's you. All right, this is just stuff I read on the internet. And and and, and also, I just wanted to say too, it's like it wasn't even hard to break it. This is like my first couple of years in New York. I had one of them, like just the cheapest beds, like the I IKEA was, boys. I, I that, but I got like a hand-me-down bed, and he and he slammed on it. it like the Allen Wrench IKEA boys or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I, all right. Well, yeah. You can. Yeah, you yes. can breathe on those. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. All right. Now here go the one. Here go the doozy. And I was. I already think this is false, but man, it's your life. You used to be a dominatrix. Oh yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sexuality thing It's just like Okay I'm just going down Your resume Check this out mm -hmm. You came from Fashion background Lord knows mm -hmm. What you did before that Then You was a dominatrix Then mm -hmm. You You hung out With Some all the stars Of the overlap. 90's Huh Some of these things Overlap So it's not like I, It was then And then And then Some of these things All happened oh, okay. Around the same time Yeah And then like Basically when I was younger You, you <laughs> I mean, like when you really read them, when you read them on a sheet of paper, it's like all of these things happen, and then it's just like, oh yeah, I'm having a comedy festival. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. When I think about it, and when I think about other people too, like I started comedy relatively late for for people, like so, like Chappelle was doing it when he was nineteen. Da, da, da. I had a whole ass life before I started this, and I think that's what made me clearly and make me a good comic. I've lived a lot of lives. I have. I know who I am. I have my thoughts. I got to skip all the what am I, what is life type shit. I know what life is. So uh, people like wonder like oh or or not wonder because I don't think I rose really fast or anything. But a lot of people think that I came out of nowhere, and that's part of it is that I was already grown by the time I started this. So I had no I had no self deprecation or. Uh, self-esteem issues or anything like that that you have to go through when you're like in your early 20s when you start comedy when you're just like I don't know my voice I knew my voice when I started so okay. that was very helpful yeah alright I don't know if you're looking at my notes but watch this watch this, Ooh, watch this journalism speaking of knowing your voice 
You are now hosting the Strong Black Lives podcast. I saw that. That is And that has to be, like, I got a chance to look on your IG and see it. And you're a, a, a first-time podcaster. But one of the cool yeah. things about podcasting, and I've been doing this for about 10 years, one thing I love about it that you can't fake, you are genuinely having a great time talking to your yeah. people you've been looked up to, people that's um, your your colleagues right now. How does it feel? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I genuinely have a great time doing everything. So the way I have uh, or try to craft my career path is I don't do anything I don't want to do. I only do things I'm excited about. And that was one of those things. So it was it was great. I got a saying who I interviewed. I, I, I never interviewed anybody any before, so I was doing it mad casually. I'm like, you mm-hmm. know, I want to know. I was asking questions I want to know. So, and just really trying to give people a chance to talk. I feel like a lot of comedians like Lunell and Bruce Bruce and stuff, like I've never seen real interviews with them talking about their background and, and, and how they started and, and, and things like that. It's all very like real jokey jokey or the host is trying to joke over them and who's funny and all that. And I didn't want it to be that experience. And they all seem really appreciative of that. You know, they, that it wasn't some Hollywood interview like what's your favorite food and all that bullshit we just sat down and had a had a convo and I think yeah it came out it came out real well it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I'm sorry if this seems very self-congratulatory or whatever, but um, Lunell stopped by here a couple weeks ago. And, and yeah. she's just, everything you just said, She it was just, yeah. I want to call it an interview because I'm not smart enough to think of a word to uh, meet, but it was just a great talk. It was just a great conversation. Yeah, it was a chat. And yeah, and that's what, after I spoke to her, that's what she said. Like, yo, thank you for being like a real person and not... You know, this one no bullshit that felt like a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. So that's all I want for everything I do. My festival, my comedy. I don't want people to come out, see my my comedy and think they wasted their time. I don't want them to come to the festival like this is a waste of time. <laughs> you know, so everything I do is, is, is with that in mind. Like, just being respectful of people's time and money and headspace. That's what I want for me. Now, getting back to the comedy festival, I, I got to know, um, how do you feel now? Because now you, even though you started a little bit later than most, but now you're like a mentor to younger comics. How do you take that mantle? <laughs> oh, okay. You just answered my question. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's flattering, but at the same time, I'm like, nigga, let me get somewhere <laughs> before you start, you know, you lay down the foundation. Like, let me get up on the foundation. Let me get my my pieces together, my wood and, and nails and shit before you start, you know, putting me on, on that, that, uh, yeah. All right, then. All right. You just asked my question. <laughs> But yeah, it's flattering, but at the same time, like I ain't got no power. <laughs> I can't, I can't do nothing for you. But uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to get there. So uh, I mean, I get it, but it's just, I mean, I feel like uh, even more than age difference or whatever, I just have an air of no, looking like I know what I'm doing. So that's what people gravitate to. <laughs> Hey, you really, said it yourself, uh, you lived a life. So, yeah, yeah, I think you do. I would just yeah. bet you just did. <laughs> and really, I mean, that's the time I don't. I just do it, though. Fuck it. Okay. You know? uh, hey, we all gonna die one day. It's been working this long? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But once who's, it, gonna, who's gonna stop me? Exactly. You? <laughs> we talked about this earlier. Exactly. Self-propelled. Exactly. 
But I and that's where I know I'm eating up a little bit of your time. But I just wanted to say thank you for no, calling in fine. to the podcast. Yeah. We I wish you thank the you best in all of your endeavors, your ever expanding resume. Because I don't know what you're gonna be tomorrow. Um, we ain't even cover half the shit I'm done. So that's yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's why I was just like, let me just. Like, you know when you write these questions for interviews? You're a podcaster now. You know what's up. When you write these... I mean, do a lot. I'm guessing a lot of comedians listen, listen to this podcast. Good amount. Yeah, I would say that if your, whole, if your whole life is comedy, then you're not a good comedian. You got to get out and experience shit and do other shit and, and, and love and laugh and, and cry and shit. So you have shit to talk about. Or you don't sound like everybody else. And so that's what I strive to do. Like... Comedy ain't my whole life. I got other shit popping that isn't about chasing the bag. It's about just living life, and it makes taking the time to do comedy enjoyable. That's why you see me having a good time, and it don't feel like a job, you know. That's, so that's real. That, that if anybody want to look up to me as a whatever, uh, a mentor, whatever, that would be my one piece of advice. All right, cool. All right, well. I want you to catch all of those gems at the second annual Janelle James Comedy Festival going on December yes, 5th. come out. Everybody just, the reason I'm doing it again, and I didn't have to, and I don't make much money from this, that's another thing I want people to be clear of, because I'm, I'm paying the comedians, which is a thing, y'all, I know you know, ain't the norm. <laughs> for, for festivals or shows, period. I'm paying all the comedians well, so I'm taking a hit for myself. The reason I'm doing it again is because Everybody last year was so happy, and it just made me—it just made me happy. So let's do it again. All right, hey, Eugene did it ten. I mean, this yeah. pro- the same reason you probably end up doing a forty-five. Who knows? I don't know. I ain't promising nothing. I'll drop out whenever. I'll <laughs> <laughs> drop shit like ain't nothing. So I don't want to say that. <laughs> I get bored easily, as you see. Clearly. <laughs> But Janelle, thank you so much for calling the podcast. Um, I want everybody right. to hit you up on all your socials, Janelle Comic, Janelle yes. uh, Twitter Janelle is Jay Comic on Twitter. Just put my name in Janelle Two L's and E, and Google it. All my shit come up. I'm online talking shit just like every other comedian. All right, cool. And, uh, yeah, and I'll make sure I put this with the post with the podcast so people watch can- my Netflix. Watch my what else? You know what? Yeah, watch uh, listen to Sean Black Class when it comes out. You know what? Watching me tonight on True TV, uh, Laugh Track, something, something that I'm supposed to promote. I don't remember. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out there. <laughs> Yo, when you talk about having a good time, I just looked at my uh, like sheet. All your stuff is there, and we just been having uh, such a good time. I was supposed to say all of it. You know, here's what I do. I was just working in post. I was just working okay. all the. You know what? Everything can be found at JanelleJamesComedy.com. Everything. That is correct. That is correct. All right, Janelle, thank you so much for calling into the podcast. Thank you so much, Sam. All right. Bye. There you have it. That was a great interview with um, Janelle James, man. I feel great about that. It was cool, man. I, I love her cool disposition. I love, man, everything about Janelle James. I know that what they say, never meet your heroes, but Jesus, I was nervous at first, but. She can break the ice. She's awesome. Anyone who wants to see her awesomeness in person, please check out the second annual of Janelle James Comedy Festival. It's going through December 5th through the 7th. It's going to be at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. 
please go to Janelle James Comedy Festival for all the details there. Man, that made me feel awesome. Um, I don't really know where to go from this podcast, and quite honestly, I think I should put a bow on it right here. So every hold on, visit my buddies at the Act Accordingly Podcast. It is actaccordinglypodcast.com bash and z actually i don't know if they got the feedback boy if they do tell them sam sent you those those my guys all things social media janelle james if you just google it just like what she said you can find all of her stuff there please go to amazon check out her stuff i love janelle james i think she's awesome and um everything revolving around this podcast can be found at samshownation.com yes samshownation.com for all things revolving around the just talk with sam podcast it's all right there you can email the podcast at just talk with sam no g and talking just talk with sam at gmail.com and um on facebook and ig instagram if you're nasty just talk with sam no g and talking and you can talk to me personally on Twitter at SamShow11. It's all right there. You know what? I want to close out this podcast with the thing that made me like Janelle James. The thing that caught my eye. And, I mean, I think I, I think it's okay if I just play her set from YSNX um, Night Train. That is the thing that made me a fan of hers. Granted, this is a little bit dated, but... She's going to have new comedy at the Janelle James Comedy Festival happening December 5th through the 7th at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. Check it out. I'm going to play this. And guys, I will see you next week. Peace out. (laughs) Uh, I wish I had done more with my 20-year-old titties. I do. I feel like more. I feel like more people should have seen them. Yeah. Right? I wasted them. I wasted them. I see these girls on Instagram. They getting paid. I could have had a Maserati by now. You know what I mean? I don't want y'all to. They all right now. They. I don't want y'all to think I'm walking around with trash tits or anything. But. <laughs> Back then, back then, you couldn't even look at them directly, you know what I mean? It's like trying to stare into the sun. That's how amazing my tits were. I don't know. I messed up. I messed up. I can't. Now I'm on the phone with Sally Mae, like, oh, I can't send you a payment because I wore turtlenecks all through my 20s, you know? Like soup, y'all are laughing, but I'm very upset about this. <laughs> very upset about this. I decided I'm gonna start a support group for the formerly hot. <laughs> right? Just me and a bunch of broads sitting around talking about our old titties and when men used to buy us shit just for existing. You know, that was the life. You know, everybody's not gonna get it. Right? They're gonna be hating. Why y'all meeting all the time? You narcissistic. They're not gonna get it. Right? <laughs> And that's because people who've been ugly their whole life 
they don't understand this special kind of pain that I'm feeling, you know? I had to buy my own drink at a bar of and I'd almost kill myself. <laughs> this is bullshit. That was all a big buildup so I could say that mean joke. See, y'all was feeling sorry for me. Oh, you're still pretty. No, I'm just a horrible person with, with still acceptable titties. Uh, <laughs> I'm a hard person to deal with. It's because I grew up with a macho 80s dad. That's who raised me. You guys remember those guys? Like, there was a time in the 80s where black dudes were really into kung fu. You remember that? Like, my dad used to practice nunchucks in the mirror. Like, non-ironically, like, straight up. He used to wear action jeans. Those were jeans specially made for sidekicking and shit, right? That's who I grew up with. So I don't know anything about men, you know? I don't think a man could come up to me, oh, I'm nice, I got my shit together, I got the house, I got the car, I got the 401k, and I'm like, yeah, but what your nuntuck skills look like, you know? Like, can you protect me from ninjas to get the fuck out of my face? My dad thought wrestling was real, like one of those. Like he would fight you if you said that wrestling was fake, like one of those who, that's why it was so sad when Hulk Hogan said nigger in his uh, porno earlier this year, you guys remember that? Said the N word in his porno. I watched the porno, I didn't hear him say it, but I was paying attention to the important shit, I don't know. I don't know. It was just sad, I'm, I'm so glad my dad died before that happened, because he would have killed himself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could just see him sadly sewing the sleeves on all his t-shirts. <laughs> Devastated. So glad he missed it. It's a lot of stuff going on in the world. The world has always been messed up, but it just seems like it's all in our face, right? Because of the internet. I spend a lot of time online typing in all caps. All right? Blocking, unfriending, like a revolutionary, you know what I mean? <laughs> Doing the hard work, All right? I see people online, they say stuff like, if you want racism to die out, we just gotta wait for all the old people to die. You ever heard anybody say that? Just wait for all the old people to die. Meanwhile, I'm in the gym, this 80 year old white dude's next to me deadlifting 800 pounds and shit, they not dying. <laughs> not dying that's all CrossFit is is a racism training camp I don't know don't know if you do that <laughs> I was online just recently I was on Twitter talking shit that's what I do I'm a comedian and this guy he called me a gorilla on Twitter right I know that kind of stuff don't faze me it just made me think you know how empty is your soul, you know? Like, where's your sense of wonder? You know? Here you are, you talking to a gorilla. 
I'm on a computer. I'm typing. You know? I know what Twitter is. Why are you not like, holy shit? <laughs> the world is amazing. Like, why would you... Why would you be mad at that? Racists are stupid. Uh, that guy, when he called me that, I immediately friended him. And I went all in his, uh, his pictures. I was looking around. He had a picture of himself. He's in a hospital. He has a huge gash in his head. He's on a respirator. So I wrote him a note privately. I said, I see you're in a hospital, and I'm sorry to see that, right? Like an hour went by, he wrote me back. He said, uh, thank you for saying that. I'm a vet. Uh, now I'm on disability. I don't really get to leave the house too much. I don't really get to talk to anybody. Just a long, long soft story. And people don't know, but I'm like the racist whisperer online. <laughs> I am. I get racist and trolls to apologize to me all the time. I don't have a day job. It's kind of a hobby. <laughs> Long story short, probably going to his house for Christmas this year. All right? He's going to murder me, but what I'm saying is technology brings people together, folks. <laughs> 